Hi, I'm Carly D. Tillery, and welcome to The Chair Chronicles. I'm your life coach and your favorite auntie. You know, that aunt that is so not afraid to tell you the truth and help you see things just a little clearer, and you love her advice. Well, as a certified life coach with over two decades of experience, I'm very passionate about helping you find your happiness. So pull up a chair and let's have a talk. Welcome to Real Talk. I am excited to just have this conversation with you. We're going to just lay it all out there. One of the things that has been happening, at least uh, during this time frame with the 2020 election, has been how do you win and how do you lose? It is something that has been heightened as a result of the election. And as you all know, there's always going to be a winner and a loser in any type of competition. So what's your story? How do you handle winning? How do you handle losing? And there's competitions in so many different things that we partake in as part of our life, right? Growing up as a child, trying to get on a team to get selected on the team you're competing against your classmates whether it was dodgeball or kickball i know i'm outdating myself um or whether it was field day right field day was always one of the biggest days in school because you were excited you were outside you were doing all these different types of events and of course you want to come home as the winner nobody likes losing but there is something that we can learn from these competitions. And so what are you learning? How are you dealing with winning and how are you dealing with losing? All right. So then as you can grow up, then there's other things that there's winners and there's losers. Whether you go to court, you either win or you lose the case. Politics right the reason for a lot of conversations that have been happening lately about winning and losing how do you win gracefully how do you win uh humbly and how do you lose gracefully and how do you lose humbly right and and then there's other things such as like typical board games video games um sports is huge competitive environment where there's always a winner and there's a loser and it's so funny because even watching uh, sports, I love football, I love basketball, and even watching those sports on TV, I'm looking and I'm like, even when my team is about to lose, you know, and I'm starting to like pout and kind of get frustrated, and I'm like, okay, well, somebody's got to win and somebody's got to lose. So we know there's going to be a result at the end of this. So one of the things, though, that I think that I've learned growing up is that first of all losing ain't easy like it's it it sucks right it is frustrating to know that you're going to be faced with a competition and then even in the middle of it you realize that you're not making it you're not cutting the mustard and you're about to lose and that kind of feeling of defeat is horrible is it yes nobody likes to lose however there is so much we can learn from competition. There's a lot we learn about ourselves. There's a lot we can learn about other individuals that we're playing with in terms of how they handle 
whether they're on the winning side or whether they're on the losing side. So we know higher the stakes, the higher the losses, right? When there's a lot to gain and you win, of course, it's awesome. But when the stakes are high and you lose, the greater the disappointment, the greater the frustration perhaps, the greater the anxiety is, perhaps there's even embarrassment because you lost. So how a person responds to their winning or their losing can say a lot about their character. There is a saying that says competition doesn't create the character, it exposes it. So what gets exposed when you win and what gets exposed when you lose? Now that's the question. I mean, I really want you to think about it because it's going to speak to who you are, what is important to you in terms of your value set, your value system about winning or losing. Now, I know one of the other things I don't like is knowing you're going to be the last one picked on the team. I mean, I remember I was kind of small, petite, you know, I didn't look very athletic growing up and waiting for like my classmate to pick me to be on their team. Yeah, it's not a good feeling when you're the last one picked. That might come next to losing, right? <laughs> Being the last one picked on your team. Yeah, I mean, when you, you, you know, it comes down to it, somebody's gotta be last. Again, somebody has gotta be first and somebody will have to be last in these types of situations. So yeah, it doesn't feel good, but we do have to figure out how to handle ourselves, how to conduct ourselves, because oftentimes there is somebody watching us. Who's watching you? Is it your children? Is it your nephew or your nieces? Uh, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it your parents watching you still? Figuring out, did I teach my child the right thing in terms of how to respond to winning and how to respond to losing? So winning can expose so many different feelings, right? You can feel joy. You can feel like this exhilaration. You can even feel a little bit of arrogance. Mm-hmm. I know a few people like that. Or you might even expose some humble dignity. We could use some more of that, some humble dignity. But losing can expose humility and it can also expose accusations, some pettiness, jealousy, uh, but it could also expose some maturity too. So what gets exposed when you win and what gets exposed when you lose? We've got to find a way to preserve our character. I mean, that is something that I really value is even when I'm frustrated, right? I'm not gonna let you take me to a place that I don't wanna go to. I'm not gonna let losing take me to a place where it brings me out of my character because I wanna try to do the right thing. I wanna try to treat people right. I wanna try to treat people the way I wanted to be treated. So if I lose, please don't get up in my face, right? telling me how bad you are and all of that. I mean, yeah, when I'm ready to celebrate you, I'll celebrate you. <laughs> you guys understand what I'm saying, right? Because 
Listen, there's nothing worse than losing. And how do you want to be treated when you lose? Do you want somebody to say, you know, good job, good work, keep at it. Uh, you are a great competitor. Um, do you want that? Or do you want somebody to be, you know, all in your face talking about how bad they beat you and how terrible you were? <laughs> I mean, sometimes you joke around with your family and friends, of course, but there are some serious competitions where you really want to watch how you conduct yourself, particularly if you win. Are you humble about it? I mean, are you arrogant and boastful? Or are you just like, you know what, let me take this win. I'm excited, but you know what, I I'm ready for the next. I'm ready for the next competition. I'm ready for my next event. And you can still celebrate and sit in it, enjoy it, and settle in that. But you do want to show some maturity when it comes to how you handle your competition. That's what I say. I remember, um, you know, just raising our, our two sons who were in sports every single season there was always something whether it was basketball football uh lacrosse uh track and field uh wrestling i mean they we you know my husband and i we just said you know what uh it was something our kids wanted to do we were very active with them in all of the extracurricular activities that they were involved with so of course you're gonna watch them go through winning seasons and also some losing seasons and we had to do more talking with them, of course, during the losing season, right? Because sometimes they would get in this moment where they didn't want to talk. They wanted to be left alone. They wanted to deal with uh, what they were feeling, whether it was frustration that they lost, whether it was embarrassment, whether it was maybe they were angry. And so it can stir up all of these different emotions. That is reality. That's human nature, but we must learn how to grow from that. We've got to learn, okay, when I'm losing, right? How do I still conduct myself? At the end of the day, and I end up losing the game, am I going to shake my competitor's hand? And am I going to say, good job, uh, you know, great, great uh, event or great sport or great whatever, whatever, whatever they say. Right? Because I ain't played basketball. I don't know what they be saying when they be, uh, you know, slapping the hands when they have to line up. I don't know what they say. Sometimes I don't think they're saying anything. But it's sportsmanship, right? To do something to congratulate them. So we've got to think about that, right? Um, how do we entreat the person that won against us? And the funny thing is, like I said, we do more talking when they lose, trying to get them out of that kind of funk uh, where you're just like, frustrated. You don't want to do anything. Some people stop eating. Some people don't sleep well. Some people replay it over and over and over again. Like each play, what did I do? How could I have done it? Done? How could I have done this differently? So yeah, uh, losing certainly brings a lot more to it than I think winning. When you win, you're excited, you wanna celebrate. Uh, nobody probably has a problem eating when it comes to celebrating, right? That's one of the forms of celebration, right? Get, get with your family, you get with your friends and you celebrate the big win. But I also know that the competitions really give you a lot. 
They give you discipline. They help hone in on your character. They show you what it is to be a team player. They show you what it is to, um, how it is to utilize your strengths and your skill sets. And it exposes what you need to work on. It exposes the things that you need to sharpen in terms of things that you're not so happy with. So competition is great. And I know that sometimes we're getting into this era, even with like the schools, where everybody gets a trophy uh, for participating. And we're trying to do so much for the self-image of our kids. And there is nothing wrong with that. But we must make sure that we're, we're balancing that out with giving kids tools and coping mechanisms on how to deal with losses. Sometimes you don't need a trophy, right? You might need to be recognized for your effort, but a trophy, does that give a false sense of accomplishment? I mean, we've really got to think about what that is doing to our kids because we're raising a generation that may expect something just for being involved. When I'm talking like competitive sports, you're always thinking you're going to get something out of it. And And I think it could have some devastating impacts if we're not careful and making sure that our children understand what it's like to deal with loss because it's not easy. And listen, even as we grow up, we still don't always get it right. So how can we expect our children to even begin to learn how to handle losing gracefully, how to handle losing with humility, How to handle losing with your head still up and not sulking for days in and days out because that cannot be an acceptable behavior. We've got to learn how to grow up. We've got to learn how to handle and develop ourselves to the point where we can go in and congratulate someone else who actually beat us. We've got to learn how to do it. For the sake of those who are watching us, we've got to learn how to lose gracefully. You know, there's another saying too that goes, I either win or I learn. So what are you winning and what are you learning? Because when you lose, you should be learning something. Now, I know in football, because um, having watched so many different uh, football games, from starting with little kids at five and seven years old, I remember one of the strategies that the coaches always told the kids, if they messed up on one play, they said, forget it, next play, next play, next play. Like focus on what you're gonna do next because sometimes you can get in the moment and you get stuck. You get stuck on the play that you lost. Well, yeah, you wanna go back. They go back, they look at tape, they look at film to kind of understand what could we have done differently. But yeah, but sometimes in the moment, it really is about picking yourself up and getting to that next. What is your next? If you're losing, what is your next? What's your next move gonna be? And how do you handle it? Ugh, I'm telling you, this is a really, kind of important element to life learning how to win and learning how to lose because you're gonna win some and you're gonna lose some so if you lose what will that expose
That's the question. What in your character gets exposed if you lose? How do you handle it? How do you handle your competitor? Who's watching you? (laughs) And what are they seeing you do? We got to grow up. We've got to learn how to be okay when we're losing. I mean, not to the point where you don't uh, just kind of remove yourself. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying that we've got to figure out a way where we can still function. (laughs) Function after a loss. We've got to still learn how to keep living after a loss because some people, some people get stuck in the loss. And granted, I know it doesn't feel good. I know it doesn't make you feel great about yourself at times. But winning and losing is a part of life. So, what will be exposed when you win? And what will be exposed when you lose? All right, that's Real Talk with Auntie. Listen, I believe that I'm either going to win or I'm going to learn. And I'm going to learn from my losses. I don't want to get stuck, but I do want to make sure that I preserve my character. That's important to me. I hope it's important to you. Listen, thanks for joining me on an episode of The Chair Chronicles Real Talk with your favorite auntie.